Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light, the Fight podcast. Welcome to the OG Therapy. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of OG Therapy. With me, as always, are my number one OGs in the world, K. Scott and Rojo. Fellas, how you doing? Can't complain, man. I'm feeling good. If you guys can see me right now, I'm looking like a red bone out here, meaning that my face look purple. I've been in the sun all day from football 707, so I look like a plum. There we go. But I'm feeling good. Can't touch my face, but I'm feeling like a plum. Hey, black don't black don't crack though. You look young. You look good. You know exactly. What I mean? Yeah, but I mean, you should have a bucket hat on at least. You know where bucket, right. bucket hats? Yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, at least get yeah. one of those lifeguard hats, Kay. Get one of the lifeguard hats with the string on it. The those string are good on for it? coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good ones. Yeah, I mean, I, I have one of those for my weekends while I'm coaching kids. But I mean, I'm doing awesome though. It's um, it's a good week. It's been good weather, and I think the weather always make you feel a whole lot better. So it's been great. Oh yeah, when the sun comes out, it, it definitely kicks in the mood. You mm-hmm. want to go outside, mm-hmm. do something, have a barbecue or something like that. So yeah, I'm oh. I'm with you guys on that one. Well, let's go ahead and queue it up. We got uh, some more questions here, so we're gonna answer <clears throat> in this episode as we always do. Answer one question, and then um, we'll uh, let you guys get back to your normal lives, you listeners. But then we'll hit you up with another question. So keep on following us on Apple, iTunes, on Spotify, wherever you consume your. Uh, uh, podcasts and also you can uh, get some of our clips and some of our old episodes on YouTube. But if you want a premier subscription to get all of our videos of all of our episodes, go to www.patreon.com backslash light the fight. And that will give you, even though these are OG therapy episodes, that will give you, um, it'll cost about five, six, seven bucks, something like that. But it'll give you all the episodes we, um, I've done privately stuff that hasn't been on podcast, but all the podcast episodes, you'll be able to, to watch the video content uh, through Patreon. So, and also it really helps us keep the lights on, make sure that we got all, all the, all the bells and whistles that we knew to give you, that we need to give you this delicious ear candy. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> ear all right, candy. so who's got the, who's got the question for us today? Okay, I'll go ahead and, and, okay. and, and state the question first and then pass okay. it off to you extreme intelligent people. So you can right. go ahead and kickstart it. So the, the question that we have on this episode is, how do I tell my parents I don't want to go to church and I don't believe in their religion? Mm. Mm. Well, right before we got on the podcast, um, we uh, went through and picked a, a few questions out of, of our huge list of questions we had. And this one stood out. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Kay was like, hey, I'll, I'll go last on this one. Because yep. <laughs> I'll go last. I, I want to see what you guys have to say first in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all of us not being from Utah, but I think, you know, because we all came to Utah, we found it really quickly that <clears throat> there is a dominant religion here in the state of Utah. And that's, you know, the Mormon church, the Church of Jesus Christ Latter-day Saints, which is their their actual official name, but Mormons is the nickname. And so Mormonism, whatever you want to call it. And so as a therapist, since I've been working here, since I've been working in private practice in Utah since 2008, when I moved here from California, um, I found out really quickly that it's a big part of the culture. It's a big part of the community. And, um, you know, I I think no different, like if you go down to the South, right? Like, like Kenneth, like Mm -hmm. you're in Texas. 
I know mm-hmm. you know, Alabama, certain parts where, you know, religion is part of people's lives. Like it's, in fact, it's a huge part of their life. Yep. Other places like where I came from, uh, Southern California, eh, not so much. I mean, right. I'm not saying there weren't religious people, but for how many people you have, um, most people aren't going to some sort of church on a Sunday or a Saturday, whatever their belief system day of worship is. So I just want to put out there that religion is a very personal thing. You know, we are the social Switzerland here on this podcast. So we're definitely not going to be telling someone when we answer this question, go to church, don't go to church, vote for this president, don't vote for this president. Politics, religion, those types of things will answer questions like this, but those can be very divisive conversations. Those can cause Mm -hmm. a lot of beef and confrontation in families and friends. So when we answer these questions, we're going to share it from the relationship perspective as opposed to you know whether this could should go to church not go to church because those are personal decisions right religion and politics in my opinion are very personal choices so i don't want to like give anyone advice what they should or shouldn't do so having Mm -hmm. given that disclaimer i've had this come across uh gosh countless times where i've worked with families and because mormonism is is the predominant religion here in utah it's usually a kid doesn't want to go to church uh they say they don't believe in the religion and i'm just saying this is the report what i get and the parents like hey you know this is really important to us our kid doesn't get up for church they're anti the church sometimes they're like hardcore anti other times the kids are just lazy and just don't want to get up on on sunday morning (laughs) right some kids i'm like do you really hate the church like i hate that i gotta get up early i'm like right fair enough I, i get it you know they've been getting up all all week long but as you can imagine for many parents it's hard not to take this personal Right. So, for example, if you have a favorite food, a favorite restaurant, um, and I'm using a very simple example for this, and it's something that you're just part of your day-to-day life, it's part of like, you know, something that you, you and your family, it's like, this is just one of your favorite things. And then you have a kid that hates it mm. or wants nothing to do with it. Um, and, and it could be a sport. It could be anything. Let's say you're a football coach. Your whole life's about football, and your kid's like, football sucks. Wants nothing to hurt. do with football, and you're like, <laughs> Hey, now that, that kind of hurts my feelings. Like it's like, right? Well, it's like 100%. because it becomes a part of you, and so if something's a part of you, naturally you're going to want to share that goodness with your loved ones, and you want them to accept it, just like you've accepted. You want them to have the beliefs, the feelings, the passion behind it. And the fact of the matter is, that's not always going to be the case. So back to the question: right. How do I tell my parents? When I've had kids come and tell me this, I have to take consideration that their parents don't want to hear this. But also on the other side, if this is one of those kind of elephants in the room and the kids coming out sideways on their parents, being disrespectful and all these other things, but this this thing is looming in the background where they just don't want to go to church and it's causing a lot of confrontation, well, then I do help kids talk to their parents about this because right. they should talk to their parents about their feelings and what they got going on. This is not the old school days where it's like, oh, my parents can't handle the truth, so I can't tell them anything that may disrupt right. them. Now, do kids feel that, they're, that their parents can't handle certain truths? Of course. But in today's world, I think parents, generally speaking, are more accepting and more understanding if their kids can have difference of yep. opinions, feelings, or beliefs. But let's be honest. How much does a 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old, how much can you really put under the blanket of, of believe? I'm doing air quotes mm-hmm. here. Like, I don't believe in, let's, talk, let's say it's not a religion. It could right. be like, I don't believe in this uh this science that i'm seeing on youtube i don't believe in this i don't believe Mm. in that how many times are your beliefs going to change throughout your teenage years your young adult years when i say change just evolve 
like when mm-hmm. I got into just as an example, when I first got into mental health, um, I was, you know, I'm, I'm fresh into it. I took one class and, and I'm thinking I, you know, I'm like, Hey, medication for depression, anxiety, those types of medications in my mind, it's like, uh, you know, it's, it's for weak people. Mm. Um, you know, people that take medications cause they didn't do X, Y, or Z, you know, they're, they're just taking the shortcut. They don't want to put in the work and, mm. you know, no one really needs medication because I saw when I was first in school, someone showed me a bunch of statistics about all the side effects of medication. So I was like, they don't need no medication. Well, then I got a job working in a psychiatric hospital and about a week working in the hospital, it was a full moon. And no joke, they told me to go, oh, just wait till this weekend when the full moon comes. Because I was like, hey, it's pretty mellow in the psych hospital. Just wait till the full moon. Just wait till the full moon. I go, you guys joking? What, werewolves going to come? And they're like, no, wait till the full moon. Those doors are going to fly open. Police officers are going to escort people in, drop them off, unhandcuff them, and be like, good luck, right. and then leave. And I'm like, what? No way. <laughs> sure enough, that full moon hit. And who do you think was the first person once all these people came in just wiling out? I mean, I'm restraining people left and right. Because it, it can get pretty violent, pretty crazy, right? It is a mm. psychiatric hospital. And I next thing imagine. you know, I'm like holding this one person down, look around, hey, man, who's got the shot? Where's the medicine? <laughs> <laughs> and my one coworker who I had this conversation about, I remember she looked at me and gave me a look like, oh, mister, you want the medicine now, huh? <laughs> yeah, now you want like, Oh, now you think people, I was like, you know, I, I think maybe are, there are some circumstances where people might need some medication. What I found mm-hmm. out is that when people are completely not in the right state of mind talk therapy and talking to them that that's not always going to do the right trick right and so you have to be able to have you know you have to be able to have something right so at that particular time i believe that medication was not working i don't believe that anymore now i know the side effects this and that and the other but the reason why i bring this up is because as young people the beliefs are always evolving or always changing Right. So I tell parents, I say, listen, if your kid wants to talk about the stuff, let him get better at talking to you about difficult things. That way you can get better at listening to things that you don't want to hear versus them holding things inside, you wondering mm-hmm. why your kid never talks to you, and mm-hmm. then it blows up in a big argument. You're like, just tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on. They go, fine. You want to know what's going on? I hate our church. I don't want a church. And the parent's like, oh, we weren't ready for that. And then mm-hmm. they get all defensive and pissed off. Then they got to come see me because the family drama is just all off the chart, Right. So I say, hey, listen, let them get better. So my advice to a young person when they want to approach their parents like this, talk to some family members first. So for example, if you have an uncle or an aunt, someone that maybe is a little bit on the, what you'd call a cooler side, maybe mm-hmm. they're more understanding. Yep. Maybe there's a family friend who's kind of in the middle. It's like, yeah, you know, I'm a part of this religion. However, you know, they're, may, they're not as orthodox, as extreme version as, as your parents. Someone that kind of has influence over your parents. And just tell them, right. hey, listen, I want to talk to my parents. I don't want to argue with my parents. Mm-hmm. I want to tell my parents how I'm thinking and feeling, but I'm scared. I'm, I'm worried that they're going to restrict me or ground me or whatever. Get insight from people who know your parents and who also have insight to your parents' beliefs about that subject and ways that you could approach them. Mm-hmm. Then when you do go approach your parents, you should approach them with a peace offer and say, hey, listen, I want to talk to you about something that's really important. And by the way, when I say a peace offering, if you bring this up as a kid to your parents in the middle of a fight, when you feel like your back's up against the wall and they're taking away your phone and granting you and you're like, well, I don't want to go to church anymore. Your religion sucks. Not that's not what I'm suggesting. <laughs> that's not the time to bring that up. Right. Okay? The time to bring it up is like, it's more like a thought. Like, hey, mom mm-hmm. and dad, like, can we talk for a second? I don't want to, this isn't like an argument or fight or whatever, just 
if you guys probably noticed, I have been kind of slow to get to church. Right. I've been giving you guys a hard time about it. I, I guess if I'm totally honest, I just, I'm just really struggling to know if like this is right for me mm -hmm. or struggling to know like, um, you know, if, if this is what I should do, like mom and dad, can I ask you a question? And this is where it gets mm -hmm. very clever. Yeah. Have you always, since the day you're born, have you always just believed in, in this church or this religion? Do you, did mm -hmm. you just always know, never question, never anything, or can you relate to a little bit what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. See, the reason why I would rather have a kid have a conversation with their parents about this is because parents are going to be very protective of, of their own religion. Mm -hmm. So if you just come attacking your parents, you guys listen to this, and start just telling them all the things you don't like about it, and this now, I know in the Mormon church, the biggest thing they've been having in recent years, like, you know, well, I can't be a part of a church that hates gay people. That's what mm -hmm. I heard one of my clients say to their parents. Well, I wasn't there when they said it. When they came to my office, they told me what they said. I was like, well, that didn't go well, huh? Like, no, we got in a big fight, big argument. Mm -hmm. The mom was like, my sister's gay. How could you say that? She's like, well, right. you don't act like I heard when, when, when you were around your friends making fun of gay people. And it was just like this really bad conversation. That's mm. not what you want, right? So people are going to be protective of it. Also, two kids, if you go into it with a fight or like, a, like I have to stand my ground and prove to my parents that this is hurting my life or it's bad for me, a part of this, then you are insulting them before the conversation mm -hmm. got going. Before the conversation got going, you're already throwing shade at them. Like, I hate the thing that you love the most, but besides that, you're not that bad. Mm -hmm. Like, like it, it's just not going to go well. So have a conversation. But if you ask your parents, you guys, if you ask your parents, hey, have you guys always believed in this? Is this something that's, because for me, I, I feel like this pressure that I have to believe in it right now. I just, I, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know if I do. Instead of just saying, I don't believe in it. I think that's a very bold statement when you're young and you just have one experience with something. Right. Right. So that's the approach to have conversation, talk to a family member, close friend. You know, if there's like a, uh, one of your parents, good friends that you kind of call uncle or aunt, you have a close relationship with them. Maybe you're, you know, you're friends with their kids, like have conversation with people, bring up to your parents about a concern, something you're thinking, feeling, and let that conversation go because in that conversation, especially in the Mormon church, they have a, a very big thing at the doctrine talking about free agency mm. where they'll always mm. talk about, Hey, listen, we have free agency, meaning we have the choice. And then in our choices, we learn lessons. If we make a good choice and like, wow, that really worked for us. Like our brains like note to self, that's going to give you the outcome you want. If you make mm -hmm. a bad choice, then that also is an opportunity invitation to learn a lesson and you can learn something from that. The fear is if kids make too many bad choices, well, then they're going to get in bad habits. They're going to mm -hmm. date the wrong people. They're going to get addicted to things, depressed, whatever it may be. So a lot of times, and this is going to the parents now that I'm, I'm talking to, a lot of times parents will want to make sure that their kids don't ever bump up against these tough times in life and they mm -hmm. want to protect their kids. So they'll say things like, hey, listen, the church or the religion provides you safety from all these hardships if you just act a certain way and do certain things. Well, the problem with that, that approach and that uh, delivery is that there's a lot of holes in it. Mm. Just mm. because you, yeah. it doesn't matter what religion you are, just because you read the books, just because you, you can memorize all the hymns, doesn't mean that bad things can't happen to you. Right. And so to a kid's brain, it's like, well, grandma, she went to church every week and she prayed stuff like that. She got cancer and died two months later. Like what? I don't understand. So then parents get in these like, 
well, uh, uh, and I'm like, looking at Parango, you didn't think this through too well, did you, before he started talking to your kid about this? Because in their mind, they think that they're making an argument to, to convince their kid to go to church. Mm-hmm. The best way to convince your kid to go to church, if it really is a good church, you really believe in it, you are an example of it. So whatever mm-hmm. the church is saying, you do those things. Because sometimes parents don't always do what God says to do, right? Like, <laughs> did God tell you to curse me out and, 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 and you know hit me upside the head last night? Dad, shut up. <laughs> right, you know, mind your business. So, yeah, so mind your business. We're gonna we'll talk about that on Sunday. On Sunday, I'll be praying. I'll be asking for forgiveness. Sent. Basically, what I'm saying we all are in need of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Mormon Church, like Catholic, whatever. There's usually some sort of forgiveness portion of the the doctrine. Free agency and forgiveness. Those are very common. So, last thing I'll say about this before I have you guys chime in on it is that when parents come at their kids, or when the parents listen to their kids with, "Hey, listen, we just want to give you an opportunity to talk about your thoughts and feelings." As a family, we go to church on Sundays. This is something that we do. How about we make church something? It's a family time. If you do this for us, we'll do some solids for you. I'm talking about mm-hmm. the kids who don't want to go. But right. if you try mm-hmm. to use that, hey, everyone goes to church. This is our family thing. You have to do this. Well, then now what you're doing is you're putting mm-hmm. God in the middle of your relationship. Uh, last time I checked, God doesn't tell parents he they have to force their kids to go to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Maybe I'm wrong in the doctrine. You know, I'm pretty well-versed in the Mormon doctrine, well-versed in other churches because I've counseled lots of people in churches. Right. There's not that part where it's like you have to make your kids do something. It's there's free agency, mm-hmm. and you want to be an example to your kids, and they use terminologies like gentle persuasion. Mm-hmm. You want to gently persuade your kids by saying, hey, listen, this is what we do. Now, when some kids say, oh, I don't want to go, and parents are like, well, hey, we're not going to leave you at home alone to play you know, you know, Xbox, whatever, then I encourage the parents to negotiate with the kids, say, listen, this is a family thing. We're going to mm-hmm. go do this. If you do this for us, we'll do something else for you. It's like negotiate and bargain as opposed to trying to put down that, you know, that, that hammer, I'm like you're doing it, whether you like it or right. not. Now I know mm-hmm. I said a lot of stuff, um, but th- this is one of those questions. I kind of want to take the lead on obviously, because it's more a uh, question that I have a lot more experience, but I'm wondering from your guys own personal experiences or just from your experiences, what are some of your thoughts? Um, I mean, um, thank you for sharing everything. Cause that was some real good insight first off. And, um, my, my household growing up, I mean, my granny was big in church every Sunday. Like she was that person that had the nice hat, like had, yeah. the, I gotta have she had the, a fan. Did she, have the I gotta, fan? Yep, she, had, she had the fan, <laughs> she had the hat and her thing was just like, this is what it is. And this is how it's going to be. And I'm like big on church now for my brothers, sisters, my mom and everybody. My mom, she, you know, went to church. We all went to church and we're Baptists, you know, we're yeah. Baptists, which to me, it's like, you know, you can go every Sunday, but that doesn't mean that you, you know, like, oh, like I, I, I need to go every Sunday. It's, it's not that you don't have to, I got to go every Sunday. It's just a, this the way we grew up. Yeah. The way that it's we like did it in our yeah. household. And like my mom, like when you talk about, um, give her like, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to give you this and, and we'd give that. My mom used to say like, Hey, you want to go out and play on Sunday? go to church <laughs> if you don't go to church on sunday then you're not able to play outside yeah. so it just kind of like clicked in and for this kid that asked this question you know i'm not saying that what you're like completely against it but in my experience i was kind of in the same boat of like you can relate I'll, yeah i can relate i was like i'm not i'm not going to church like <laughs> i look like going to church i knew for i knew for a fact that god was real and that was just me i knew he was yeah. real but it was just like, I don't need to go to church every Sunday to kind of ex- like know that. 
But every holiday that follow, that falls on a Sunday, my mom made sure we all go as a family. It was just, you go. Like Easter Sunday, you go. Christmas, you go. It was just, you naturally go. Right. But I didn't really fall into line. I didn't really get the full the full experience until I did my own research. Until yeah. my grandmother, my grandmother was like, hey, we're going to watch a movie and we're going to all watch it together. Mm-hmm. And the movie that we watched together was The Passion, Passion of Christ. Christ. Yeah. yeah. Passion of Christ. See, so, yeah. so, so yeah, we watched The Passion of Christ and my grandmother said it right before the movie. It was just like, you watch it, you pick out what you want and you go with what you feel after you watch it. Yeah. And I believe that that made me open up my eyes, open up my ears, open up my mind to like, hey, it could be a, high, a higher power, you know, mm-hmm. that's guiding us through everything. So that was just my experience. But then I still didn't go to church every Sunday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still didn't go to church, <laughs> but I did have a better understanding. And it was easy for me to talk to my mom as I got older because it was easy to talk to her about it because my mom started to understand that this is just the way Robert is. You know, out of everybody in the family, this is just how Robert is. So when times got rough, my mom gave me scriptures. She always write down scriptures and tell me, hey, you need to, if if you're feeling this way, you know, if you're feeling, you're feeling like you're depressed, go to this scripture and read this. And I think that was my way. That was the way of my mom kind of taught me how like, hey, yeah. I know you don't want to go to church every Sunday, but guess what? I know that this will, this will help you more where you do your own research. And I want your research in this on this book, you know, research in this, in this chapter. And it was wonderful. So, you know, for that kid that's out there, that's going through it, I say, do your own research or do, mm-hmm. or do a little bit of, um, of research or mine or the way that you do it, look at it and figure out what's the best way that's going to make you understand it and then present it to your family or your mom, your dad, or whoever it is, and just talk about it because that's the best way to kind of get through it is talking about it as a family. Mm. Well, I like what I like what you said too, Roger, because everything you said was very respectful to your right. parents and the elders of your family. Because mm-hmm. certain traditions, I mean, in our country, I think it's safe to say that in today's world, family time is less, community involvement yeah. is less. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, I think I saw a study recently, like saying church attendance for all religions is extremely low, extremely mm. down. Um, I'm not making a direct correlation to look at what's happening in our society to mm-hmm. just people going to church or not. Cause I'm not, I don't really know. I just heard these statistics, right? I can't really right. make a comment on like how those correlate. Um, but I think what church, regardless what religion it is, um, if you look at it from a, like a, a big perspective, it, it does keep a small community like our ancestors mm-hmm. had. So when you go to church and you go frequently enough, like, you know, those people, like right. you have familiarity mm-hmm. with them. Like, if they're going through a hard time, you know, it's it's what they call fellowshipping, right? Like yep. people yeah. like you get mm-hmm. to know each other and you get to have this little community within your community. And um, and and that can be great, right? It doesn't matter if that's a, a softball league, you know, right. obviously, you know, when it's church, it's more about like God, it's more about helping others, service, stuff like that. And so I, I like how you said that, like in a respectful way, Rojo, because at the end of the day, parents, if they're telling you to read a scripture, because that scripture has helped them get through a hard time. That's really no different than if you're saying, Hey mom, I'm sick. And she's like, what's your illness? And you tell her, you go, okay, take this, take that. These things are going to help you. Right. And if you have a good relationship with your parent, you're going to consider what they say and you're going to try it. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good relationship with your parent, you're less likely you're going to try it. That's why with parents, I always tell them, you got to err on the side of the relationship. Yep. You don't want your kids to go to church so bad. And now you're going to ruin, like not ruin, but you're going to, you're going to risk like really having a lot of contention in your relationship. Cause I've had parents come to me and say, well, you know, 
uh, can you do an agreement for me and my kids when your parenting agreements? Go, yeah, it's okay. Well, one of the things I want in the agreement is that if my kid don't go to church. They can't drive the car. Mm. I was like, Oh, now God's in charge of driving. Huh? Wow. I'm like, I don't, God and I, take the my wheel. argument was like, I don't know. I was like, a God take the wheel. It's literally, I'm like, my <laughs> argument was that I'm like, do you really want to put this in their head right now at this age? And mm-hmm. in their mind was like, well, if I have to get all these other kids ready, this family, like five, six kids, and this kid won't come all the other younger kids. Now they don't want to come. It made the mom's life so much harder. <clears throat> so in mm-hmm. that sense, I could see why she wanted to make like a demand. I said, the only problem with that is that when you're demanding your kid to go just to drive the car, doesn't mean that they're not going to go and be a disgruntled employee, pissed off and agitated, causing problems at church. Yes. Mm -hmm. They have to be willingly a participant of that process. You got to make a deal with them. But if you just strong arm them like that and you got a kid, not all kids are going to do this, but some kids are going to make your life even worse hell if you got to make, get them up for church. So there's lots of examples of deals that you can make with uh, with your kids. With Heidi, my old my old host of the Light the Fight podcast, she had this issue, and I just told her, okay, what's one thing that motivates your son? It's like, oh, he wants a brand new pair of Van shoes. There's these one custom ones that's not, they're really expensive. I go, why don't you buy him that pair of shoes and say those will be his church Vans? Because he always <laughs> wanted to go to church in a pair of Vans, so you can't wear Vans at church. I said, make an exception. What is the what the bishop going to kick you out because he's wearing a pair of a suit and a dope pair of nice vans? She's like, I guess not technically. So she made a deal with her son. I'll buy you these pair of vans, but you got to go to church to wear them. They'll be your church vans. But then after a couple months, you can wear them like in normal situations. We'll buy you a new pair of vans, like this revolving mm-hmm. door. And he was like, really? Okay, cool. She's like, it worked. I didn't know yeah. I just had to buy a kid a pair of vans because mm-hmm. he was, it, it was mutually benefiting. Right. Right. It yeah. helped him and helped them. That way now he's like, oh, God. God does really give you stuff that you want if you go to church. <laughs> okay, what, what what was some of your thoughts? <laughs> man, He's like, man that was a quick blessing. All, man. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to start doing it again. I'm going to pray again tonight. Shoot. But nah, I, I agree with everything that you guys said. Like, there's really not too much to be said anymore. I mean, air on the side relationship connection is really key to everything. Um, you know, when, you, when two parties have that understanding, you know, one of the things you said, it was open up, having it be a conversation. I think that's really important how you mentioned, well, you know, from the kids perspective, asking the parents, what was it that made them so like convict convicted in the thought of going to church? Right. And like Rojo was speaking about, it was like their life experiences kind of pushed them towards the, you know, going towards a higher power, power to bring them that peace, that strength, that comfort. And so, you know, listening to both of you guys, I mean, I couldn't agree more because when I was growing up, you know, just like Rojo said, if, my mom, when she said, hey, if you want to look for strength, go to this chapter. And, you know, when I read that chapter, because I'm very philosophical, you know, it, it, it did something to me. And so it's basically trying to find your own understanding in the word that can motivate you in other aspects. But um, you guys hit the <laughs> hit the nail right on the head on everything and every aspect. There's really not too much more to say, but just figure out and understand your own experience with the church, whether it be with the church or outside the church. It doesn't matter. Just find your own experience that's going to motivate you to be the best human being that you could possibly be. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I caution all parents out there listening to this, just, just be really careful because when your kids are 30, 40 years old, let's be honest now, what are the chances or is there a chance that if you have four kids that by the time they're full grown adults, that at least one of those kids, maybe two of those kids 
may not want anything, may not go to the church or may not be active mm-hmm. in the church you want them to go to, there's a good chance. So does that mean at 40 years old, you're just not going to talk to them anymore? You're yeah. going to treat them differently? You're not going to help them out if they go through a divorce or a hard time? Of course you are. Right. Of course you're going to be there. So as a parent, I always caution, like, be really careful what we're doing because this is a free choice. Like, this is something we get mm-hmm. to choose. I know for most people I've talked to, you're more likely to give a religion or um, some sort of uh, belief system a fair shot and a fair crack and and really take a good look at it and see if it'll be right for you. If your parents didn't put this major pressure on you <laughs> to make you feel that if you don't do it, you're going to hell, you're, right. you're in trouble. And mm-hmm. parents rarely say those things, but it's the impressions that kids tell me that they get from their parents. And a lot of times parents don't have good arguments. They'll be like, we well, just need to do it. It's going to help your life to save your life. If you don't do it, you won't be blessed. The kids were like, well, our neighbor down the street looks really blessed. They got nice cars. They got nice everything. They don't ever <laughs> got go to outside. On Sunday, they're at the baseball game, the football yeah. game. And then parents are like, well, well, you don't want to get in those debates. Be an example right. of what that religion is preaching. And then give your kids their own free agency. Now, if they're young, make deals with them obviously to try to motivate them because sometimes for people it could just be like a family time mm-hmm. and, and less mm-hmm. about like, Hey, if you don't want to learn nothing while, while you're at church, you, you know, this, that, and yeah, that's fine. But if you come, you don't cause any problems, you're not on your phone the whole entire time, then yeah, we can talk about some things that you want as well. See, so, and let me add something quickly to that, because one of yeah, the biggest things sure. that I understood with my son, and this is talking from a parent, a parent perspective is that my son, it impressed me more that he understands the Bible. He can talk to me about the Bible and understands it. And we don't go to church every Sunday, but it makes me feel better as a parent of like, Hey, he understands it. And sometimes for me as a parent, it might be some parents that's out there that's listening where sometimes making sure that your kid understand it is more important than making sure they go every Sunday. Cause mm-hmm. it's, cause you know, every Sunday the, it's a word it's something that's important that's being said but if your son or your daughter or your, your child in general understands the Bible, it, it, it seemed like it's, it's like a, for me, it's like, okay, my son is cool. Like he understands yeah, yeah. it, you know, like, yeah. we- you know, and you bring up a good point, Rojo, because regardless of what religion you go to, I've tried so many different churches because of different mm-hmm. friends. I've always, I don't know who impressed me with this, but like when a friend asks you, Hey, come to my church, come with things, just always go. Yes. And just go and have the experience. I I've sat in so many congregations of so many different types of church. Some <laughs> of them too. were influenced by me being attracted to a girl that tried to bring me there. I'll be honest <laughs> with you. I'm like, sure. I'll go to that. What's it? I can't even pronounce the name, but I'll go. You're cute. Let's go. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and um, one thing that I got from going to all these different types of places is like you said, Rojo, there's always a lesson as long as you're mm-hmm. looking for a lesson. Right. Yep. Like there's always something that you could gain from it. I, I, I mean, I don't know all religions out there, but the main ones I've, I've, I've gone to whether it was like a um, what do they call it? Um, non-denominational Christian churches, Catholic mm-hmm. churches, yeah. Mormon churches. Um, I mean, all different types of sects of religion, from Baptists to Seventh Day Adventists, like all these different yeah. types of churches. They all had different approaches, but they're all trying to say similar messages: yeah, family, family, mm-hmm. God, service. service yep. You know, other mm-hmm. man, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. There's yep. different stories of it. Some preachers are better than others, or some have different approaches. But at the end of the day, I think we're all looking for one thing, and that's connection with something of a higher power, Ooh. something that gives us a purpose. Like, man, why am I on this earth? Mm. Why am I on this life? So when a young person says, I don't believe in this and I don't want that anymore, 
to me, that's not what they're really saying. What I hear them saying is that I, I don't know what I want in life. I'm confused. I see a lot of hypocrisy in my own parents because this is the religion that they represent. I hear what the religion is saying, mm-hmm. but I hear what my parents are doing. You, you could take out Mormonism, put Catholicism, you put anything, anything. in there. Parents are going to look like hypocrites because all human beings, we have hypocrisy. We're going to make mistakes. Right. We're going to do something. Mistakes, huh? We're going to say, you do this, but I don't have to do it. And so mm-hmm. in those moments, yeah, of course, a kid's going to look at their parents and say, I don't want to be like that. I want to be right. better. And if being a part of that church means that I'm going to be just like them, you want your kids to see that the church is not you. Mm-hmm. You are not God. You are not like the mouthpiece for God to them. You're trying to be an example. When I say mouthpiece, right. not like, well, God told me to tell you that that dude, Johnny or Dayton's a piece of crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm not God, but I'm not sure if that's how the communication is directed. You know, right. like, the prophet told me that you shouldn't date Stacy. She crazy. And I was like, okay, well, I, did he really tell you that? Or are you close with the prophet or the bishop or whoever it is, right? My point yeah. is, is that let your kids have their own relationship with a higher power mm. while yeah. you can still do some of the family, um, some of the family routines and, and some of the family time. That's real. That's mm. real. Mm. Yeah, I'm glad we took a little bit of extra time with that because we got to pay a little reverence to those types of conversations. Because right. last thing I want to do is have kids listen to this book. Oh, yeah. The OG therapist said that I don't have to go to church, mom. Watch the <laughs> episode. Drop. Yeah, <laughs> listen to the episode. <laughs> I, I get some pissed off parent DMs, especially out here in Utah. I'm like, that is not what I say. You got to listen to the whole episode. <laughs> whole episode. You know they're going to click whole episode. Uh, clip it yeah. when they want it. Yeah. Well, you guys, as always, thank you for following us here on OG Therapy. Thanks for following us on OG Therapy. Is it what, what's OG the dot. OG, OG gosh, dot. I can never forget our social media. OG <laughs> dot therapy on Instagram. Uh, on Instagram, you can follow me at David underscore K-O-Z-L-O-W-S-K-I underscore Rojo. How can they follow you on? Uh, Robert L. Johnson 32. And that's my Instagram handle. And then on Twitter is the Rojo 32. My handles is K Scott underscore two. And that's on Instagram and Twitter. All right, you guys. Well, thank you very much for following us here. And you can also follow Light the Fight until we get officially changed over to OG Therapy on YouTube as well. And like I said, go hit us up on Patreon on www.patreon.com backslash Light the Fight. And uh, just cost a few bucks, but you get lots of extra content. And like we always say when we're leaving you with these episodes, remember when life and stress has you down on your knees, don't forget, you can just come listen to your OGs. Until next time. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.